Hello everybody, how you guys doing man? We're back, we're so glad. Welcome to the Bacon of Life. Guys, we got a special guest uh, here for you guys. Brother Colson Young, how you doing man? Good, good, how you doing man? <laughs> doing good, doing good. Hey, before we get dive in, we're gonna, obviously it's Tell It Tuesdays, so you know we're gonna, we're gonna hear from him, but before we do, Joey, would you like to lead us in some prayer? Sounds good, let's bow our heads guys. Dear Lord, we thank you for this uh, this afternoon that we can come before you. Um, we thank you for all that you've done in Colson's life, Lord. Let his testimony uh, speak to us, Tony and I, Lord. Let it speak to all all those who are listening that they that Lord, that they can under that they can just hear the miracles that that you that God that you've been doing in his life, Lord. Let it, let it let it speak to us in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And let's dive right on in. So, Colson, let's read you your rights first. We forgot to read Emanike his. You are now stepping in to the booth, the den. Anything you say can and will be used for this podcast. That being said, brother, are you ready? Yes, sir. So the question we'd like to ask is, what has God done in your life? Take it away. Ladies and gentlemen, we give you... Brother Colson Young. Yeah, man. I mean, I don't even know where to start. He's done um, so many things in my life, so many things in my life. And, you know, there's definitely periods of my life where I was not tuned into what he was doing. But, you know, at this point in my life, I can look back and just in awe of all the things he's done. I mean, it's pretty crazy <laughs> looking back at it now. But, um, I mean, the thing is, I. Man, one, one thing about me is that I've always been super independent and I, you know, at times have been like really bad at uh, like listening to authority in my life. So a lot of my life was just me kind of like, you know, doing what I wanted to do. Um, but the funny thing about us doing what we want to do is that it doesn't mean that it's, you know, outside of God's will. It means that he is like, he lets it run its course, you know. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite verses of all time is... um. Deuteronomy 20 verse 4 which says for the Lord your God goes with you to fight for you against your enemies to bring you victory Mm. super powerful verse that I've thought a lot about but uh yeah I mean (laughs) for as long as I can remember I've had like a plan like all right this is what I'm gonna do with my life this is what I'm gonna do with my life and you know that that plan started um I mean, I can't even remember when that started, but I mean, I always like had a, had a plan and, you know, um, that plan led me up to the point where I, you know, graduated college with a, with an aerospace engineering degree. And, uh, that was last year, you know, during the middle of everything. And, um, and, uh, I got my first engineering job and, uh, you know, I actually, <laughs> I got laid off last Tuesday. Um, wow. which, <laughs> you know, it's, it's funny because right now where I'm at, no job, no plan, no money, I am more at peace than I've been in a long time, wow. since, since I can remember, really. Wow. Um, wow. It's funny, too, because <laughs> it, uh, it was actually an answer to prayer. I Just last weekend, you know, I was, I was having a really tough time at my job. Last weekend, I was saying, I was praying over and over again, uh, you know, Father, please just make my next path in life super clear, Lord. Uh, you know, I, I'm not very good at reading signs or symbols, Lord. Please, like, just don't let it be a feeling. Don't let it be a sign. Just 
give me a very clear path forward. Mm. And then come Tuesday, <laughs> I got laid off and, you know, praise the Lord. It doesn't get clearer than that. So, <laughs> you know, um, the funny thing is too, during that day on Tuesday, I was, the, the song that was stuck in my head is great is thy faithfulness all day. That song was stuck in my head, specifically the verse that says, uh, all I have needed, thy hand hath provided, morning by morning, new mercy I see. That mm. line was stuck in my head all day, and then at the end of the day, you know, I got walked off the property, and I was like, all I need, God has for me. So, you know, I, I'm super faithful now that whatever whatever is next is going to be really exciting. You know, I've kind of tried to take life by the horns for a long time, but it's kind of like gripping sand you know the tighter you hold the more it let it, you let it go you know the tighter you grip it the more it actually sifts out of your hands and uh yeah it's exhausting too like it's super exhausting <laughs> so <laughs> i'm at the point now where i'm like hands off lord i mean it's all it's all you you know um but yeah in retrospect just everything that i've done you know God has been there with me, you know, I was like, okay, you know, it's my plan to go to college to get an aerospace engineering degree, you know, um, he was, he gave me strength in that all the time. I prayed for strength in that and he gave me strength all the time. He gave me peace. You know, he, he helped me through my anxiety, which I had, uh, for years before that. And, you know, no matter what it was, even if I was like, you know, God, I'm going to do my own thing, like get in the back seat for this one. You know, God was still willing to help, which is just like, it's crazy how much grace that is. Like, I can't even fathom, you know, like, I don't know, my tendency, my, you know, my flesh tendency is if a friend is like asking for advice and I say, Hey, you should do this. And they're like, no, I'm going to do this other thing. My tendency is to be like, all right, you know, then do it on your own. Like, I'm not helping you if you're not going to like right. listen to my advice type of thing. But uh, it's just crazy that like looking back, no matter what it was that I was doing, God was there to give me strength. He was there to give me peace. He's there to give me wisdom. And it's funny too, because, you know, when you pray for so many things, at least, you know, me and my immaturity, I have the tendency to think like, wait, okay, I've prayed for peace, wisdom, strength, faith. I can't pray for all this stuff, you know, like that's, <laughs> that's too many things. I got to limit it to like one or two things, <laughs> but one, uh, one prayer at a time. God. Right. One prayer right, at a time. Right. Yeah. But you know, he, he, he's given me basically everything that I've asked for. I mean, it's funny saying that having just been laid off, but I mean, I have so much peace. Um, yeah, but I just, you know, I, I feel, you know, more at peace. I feel stronger. I feel more faithful now than I've felt in a long time. And, it, you know, I'm just so thankful that God was able to be so gracious in, in everything that I asked and, you know, give that all to me. I'm mind blown and I, I really don't deserve any of it. But, you know, here yeah. we are. It's so crazy. Yeah. yeah. So going back to the beginning, like, where's the moment in your life, like, where you gave life to Christ and what was that moment like? Well, that's a good question. Yeah. So I, I was raised, born and raised Christian. Uh, my family was very Christian, but um, it was very much, uh, I'll call it eggshell Christianity for me. I, you know, I, I believed it, but it was not, it was a religion. It wasn't a relationship. I mean, for, for my entire life, I was just doing the religion, right? You like I was it, going to church. What's that? I was going to say, you call it an eggshell? I mean, that's okay. just what came, I, I've never called it that before, that's just what came into my mind in that show. I mean, that's what it is. It's like, yeah, it might feel hard, but you give it any pressure and it's like, you know, it cracks. explodes with it. Yeah. Mm. So not, <laughs> not ideal. Um, so that's kind of, and, and going into college, um, 
I kind of, you know, uh, abandoned it altogether. I mean, exactly that. It's, you know, it seems hard on the outside, but as soon as it gets put under pressure, it just crumbles. It was not a, not a strong foundation at all. So in college, it just kind of, you know, crumbles. And I was in the mindset, like I said, like, all right, God, I'm doing my own thing, like, whatever. That, that type of mindset. It wasn't until um, actually just last year in, you know, the midst of the pandemic, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, in the midst of everything going wrong is what where I actually was able to, you know, find God again and find him on a, on a deeper level, you know, on, on a relational level. Um, kind of when I graduated and I had nothing to do and even when I, um, you know, got my job, I was living in Oregon. Um, and now I'm living in Connecticut. I got this job out in Connecticut. And so, you know, I moved out here and it's just me alone in my apartment. So, you know, mm. all I was doing all day was just, you know, walking around, having open conversation with, you know, with God and um, mm. really investing in an actual relationship. And it's pretty crazy the difference when you, you know, between that and, you know, just like doing the steps that you think a Christian should do. Very, very different experience. Yeah. So I really, I would say... Um, found a true relationship with God in the last year or so, even though I've been a Christian basically my entire life. Wow. Wow. No, it's, it's powerful. And, it, and there's probably a, a lot of people that probably have a similar story to that, right? Because mm-hmm. a lot of people, sadly, in America have this, you know, well, I'm with the church a couple of times when I was younger, so mm-hmm. I'm good, right? You know? Yeah. So, man, like, what what really scared you, man, to really, was it more like a fear or just like, because it sounds like, you know, things are great, right? And Yeah. Well so this is this is interesting. This might dive into some like theological talk. That's a good question though. Um one thing that I up until this last year was kind of against is um I don't I don't really know how to describe it, but how how a lot of you know, Christians will find God when they're broken. And so I was broken for years in college, but I I kept telling myself like, no, I want to find God when I'm in a happy place because I don't want the only reason like for finding God to be the fact that I'm sad. And so I tried my best myself Mm -hmm. to pull myself out of that. And it's funny too, because yeah, starting, you know, coming here, I'm like, all right, well now I got my stuff figured out. You know, I got a job, I got everything. Now I can start seeking God and (laughs) um, super comical because uh, yeah, then, uh, you know, when you, you find God in that place, it's the same sort of eggshell, you know, theology where it's like, yeah, it's good. But the reason why it's like good and true until it gets tested, you know, which mm. is not good and true at all, right? Right. Um, <laughs> it's sure like saying, yeah, my house has a strong foundation, just don't push on it at all. Because, right. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, well, I think it doesn't have a strong foundation. Yeah, it's like, know? I think my parachute works, so I just haven't tested it yet. Right, yeah. and I'm not <laughs> going to test it. Right, so, I mean, that's that's kind of why, you know, I feel like people very frequently find God in a broken place and, you know, why I started developing the relationship with God, which is good because then he started telling me, I started, you know, hearing this word from him, like, you know, be prepared, like, take this joy that I'm giving you now because you're going to need it here pretty soon. And mm. let me tell you, man, I needed it because <laughs> the, the end of last year was, even going into the beginning of this year was very, very difficult. You know, to keep it simple, I will say that at the end of last year, I got my heart broken uh, by a girl, you know how it goes. Yeah. So I... I was, I was devastated and I was out here alone too. You know, my family's in Oregon, so I felt very lonely and 
even leading into just this last year, you know, I was still having trouble with my job. Um, you know, my grandpa passed away. A lot of very difficult things were happening. And, um, you know, I remember what the Lord had told me was that difficult, more difficult times were coming. And, you know, the two things I needed to do was prepare, you know, and have faith and also, you know, use the joy that he had been giving me to kind of fuel me through it, which, you know, I'm glad that he gave me that warning because I was basically like storing it up for winter, so to speak. <laughs> I feel like, I mean, I, I actually fed off of it, you know, anytime I was really feeling low, I just remembered what that the Lord had told me was already going to happen. So, you know, now... I'm at the point where everything has gone wrong. You know, everything has gone wrong. And <laughs> I'm sorry I, to laugh. I mean, no, it's, it's hilarious. I, I, I say it with a smile on my face. Like you can't see my smile, but I say it laughing. Cause it's like, <laughs> if I had sat back a year ago and thought, okay, what could go wrong? I lose my job when I'm in, you know, I'm, 3,000 miles away from my family, you know, I could, I could, if I listed out everything that could happen, like death of a loved one, you know, getting my heart and all that, it all happened, you know? Right. And I, I say that with a smile on my face because I am, I said, I'm more at peace now than I have been since before I can remember. I mean, like since before, like maybe sixth grade. So I peaked in sixth right. grade up until this point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So it's been good, man. It's been really good. You know, dude, you you know, um, we did a session called um, Hope Dealers, right? Where a lot of the episode was about finding hope and in Christ, right? And I'm just wondering, like, any particular verses that, because it sounded like a lot happened last year, man, you know, mm-hmm. with death of a loved one, getting your heart broken, mm-hmm. you know, pan, you know, the whole Rona, mm-hmm. you know, like, it, it, is there any particular verses that, that may have hit you really hard to, like, give you hope um, when the situation seemed really rough? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's a, there's a couple that I'll there. One of them I already mentioned, Deuteronomy twenty mm-hmm, verse four. Mm-hmm. Um, there's another one, Isaiah sixty six thirteen, which is as a mother comforts her child, so will I comfort you, and you will be comforted over Jerusalem. It's really that's one of my favorite verses. Um, also, another one that's that's pretty common, um, but I I don't know it exactly. So here, let me, let me pull it up really quick. Um, it's it's fairly well known, but it really helps me through everything. Second Corinthians twelve nine and ten, which reads, "But he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses, so that Christ's power may rest on me. That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, in insults, and hardships, in persecutions, and difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong." Yeah, that verse was. uh, Yeah, amen. Amen. Absolutely. That that verse was particularly meaningful to me because a big part of having your life together is looking like you have your life together. You know, that's a big part Mm. of it. At least that was for me. You know, it's like, okay, I have my life together. And I look like I have my life together. I got the double whammy, you know, that's, yeah. that's all. I <laughs> but honestly, like it was, it was not that way. And you know, that verse says, I will boast in my weakness, which is a crazy thing to do. Like, you know, bragging about the fact that you got nothing, you know, yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. oh, I mean, that's, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Anyway. And so, so that is just crazy to me. Cause I think now, like, you know, it's, it's a very recurring biblical principle. Like, you know, those who are blind will see and those who are, will see will become blind. You know, it's the same, yeah. same sort of thing. It's like, whoever thinks that they have everything together, you know, whoever thinks like, 
no, God, I'm good. Like, thanks for the offer, but I'm good. It's just yeah. not real. Like, that doesn't exist. <laughs> it's just not real. You know, it seems like it could be real, but it's just not, you know. So, I mean, yeah, it's it's easy to fix problems that are, like, that seem... The thing is, when you have existential problems, you need existential help, period. You know? Yeah. When you, when you have problems that are world-crushing, you need help that's beyond this world. You know? Wow. So. Wow. I mean, uh, that's kind of where I was, you know, and that's where I am now. It's like everything that I could have been proud of before is has been stripped away from me. I got none of that anymore, you know? I'm broken, jobless, and you know, <laughs> it is what it, it is. is. <laughs> oh man, oh man, it's it's true. So it's weird to say, like, that, like this moment's almost like a miracle in a way, but but that that, that brings up the question: is there, is there like some small miracles or like like some big like or like God's perfect timing? Was there like or like some big miracles God's done in your life like the past couple of years? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I, I would say that the biggest miracle he's done is really how much he has kind of turned my heart around. I mean, when I was in college, for many years in college, I was in a mindset where I was like intentionally abandoning God. Like if you had asked me, I'd be like, no, I don't want anything to do with him. You know, I was in a mindset of like, you know like I said, like put him kind of in the back seat, and you know, he, he has, he's in no rush. He said, okay, you know, we'll see about that. <laughs> you know, he, he is in no okay, rush. Yeah, time, okay. time is not, uh, you know, is not confining to him. So for me, it was, it was a rough couple of years, but mm-hmm. you know, now it's like, there's no, no level of difficulty that I, trying to think of how to say this i would rather experience a complete death with god than even the most minor difficulty alone at this point because wow you know the the ratio of strength is not even a ratio it's like in comparison to like the strength that i am capable of the strength he is capable of it's like why would i even want to run on my own strength you know it's like why why is that even something I want to do? It's saying like, oh yeah, you know, I want to drive across the country and I have, you know, a hundred gallons of gasoline and, you know, a pint of like canola oil. May as well use the canola oil first. Like, no, just don't even use it. Just put it away. It doesn't help. It doesn't do anything, anything, you know? Uh, Yeah. So, I mean, it's so funny that like, at least for me, I tried so long to like I said, like, okay, God, I'll do my part first and then you can do your part, you know? And it's just like, that's just a bad way of doing it, you know? It's yeah. like, I don't even, I don't even really have a part. Like, my part is you through me. You know, that's my part to play is like your work in my life. Right. And we end up like tacking God on as though he's the, he's like, you know, the, the, the side piece to our lives right. instead yeah. of it being the complete opposite and reverse, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, no, we're supposed to be tagged on to God's purpose in god's mission not like he's the god not us like he's not serving us we're serving him you know exactly we tend to like sometimes confuse that and conflate that like don't worry god i'll take care of it and when i need you i'll call you okay (laughs) right that's not how that works (laughs) (laughs) i mean the funny thing is too like i said before like when we're in that mindset god will often say like okay yeah go ahead 
give it your best shot. You yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Try, try your best. And it, it just crumbles. You know, it is not, it doesn't, it just crumbles, man. <laughs> I mean, it's not yeah, it's what true. we think it's going to be. Yeah. No, yeah, man. It's, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, as I said before, another miracle that, that I saw and that I, I'm still continuing to learn is, you know, I, I can't remember where this Bible verse was. Perhaps you do, but it says, you know, how great of gifts your your father on earth will give you. You know, how much greater will your father in heaven give you? Right. Uh, I, I, I think that's Matthew 7. Um, I could be wrong, but the idea is where he's talking about like, oh, does a good father, you know, mm-hmm. give... When his son asks for, you know, fish, gives his kid a scorpion, right? right. When he asks right. for bread, does he give him rocks? You right. know, like, mm-hmm. like no, like if you being evil know how to give good gifts, right? Surely your father in heaven knows how to give right. better gifts than that. So, like, yeah. Yeah. That. And, and so that's so crazy. We'll put the link that, in the description box for that verse. I'm blanking on it right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, I mean, that that's a great passage, too, because, I mean, that, that goes back to the, the same thing I was saying is, like, you know, I used to be a much more timid prayer like you know i felt guilty asking for the things i was asking for especially coming from the mindset of like i'm gonna do this all god and then you can like like you said like tack on whatever you have at the end. right exactly because <laughs> yeah. now it's like i don't even i like once you realize to the extent of lack of control you have over your own life it's like i don't even like i want god to do it all you know like i really just want you know god to do this and it's you know it's crazy how willing he is to give you just incredible blessings you know you know peace specifically is is the main one i'm feeling right now um and i i i frankly don't deserve it at all but he you know thank the lord does not go off of deserving (laughs) right 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 I mean, yeah, no one in the world would feel peace if it uh, if it had to do with how much we deserved it. Man, that's crazy. You know, going back to what you were saying a little earlier too, right? Where, you know, we, we you talked about basically how like, I mean, what, what do you have to say to the Christian that tends to tack God on to the rest of their lives? Because well, well, there's a lot of people that think that, you know, mm-hmm. we're not going to call out any particular ministries because, you know... We don't want to get demonetized, even though we're not making any money. <laughs> we don't want to get any flags. But, you know, there's certain ministries that are like, you know, they're more feel good, right? And it's sort of like, you know, God's always going to take care of you kind of thing, right? What do you, what do you got to say to the churches or ministries like that, like or people like that that think that? Yeah, I mean, I would say that God's plan is just greater period god's plan for your life is greater period and this is a an image actually got um a couple of years ago <laughs> i suppose it it isn't as uh prevalent for the east coast but on the west coast there's this big highway it's the i-5 uh, oh yeah. it goes from mexico to canada you know all the way through right. california through oregon all this stuff yeah. mm-hmm. um and uh for those of you listening on the East Coast, that's I-95 over here. <laughs> Basically, yeah, the translation on the right. West Coast, yeah. Yeah, and so if you look at a map, super zoomed out, the highway clearly goes north to south. You know, if you're trying to go Straight. north to south, that's the fastest way to go. You know, uh, it's the best way to go. That's a better way of saying it. It's right, the best yeah. way to go. You know, God's plan is a lot like that highway in that when you're on it, you know, it might, like, 
at some points it goes east to west. You know, sometimes it might even, if you're going north, it might even go so far, turn so far that you feel like you're going south. And it's easy to say, like, wait a second, this is not the direction I'm supposed to be going. But mm. chances are that highway is, you know, it's going around a lake, it's going around a city, it's going around something that right. it doesn't, it can't go through. And so for us to be like, well, you know, this is God's plan, but it does seem to be going a little bit off course. So I'm actually just going to take my own path, you know, get, get off the exit, the highway, you know, you might be driving through a lake here pretty soon. And right. the thing is like, you know, kind of, as I, I've said before, God will let you do your own plan and he'll even give you strength through it. But his plan is better period. Mm. Staying on, on the path that he has for you is just better period. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, Wow. Yeah. That's an image I'm I'm continually reminded of, you know. I mean, if it were my plan, I would still have a job, but <laughs> you know, I I just know that whatever is next is it's gonna be amazing. Yeah, you know? like you were telling us the other day too, right? It was it was like you're working crazy hours and like going through a lot like a lot of exhaustion and stuff and it like wasn't like like you weren't happy there. Sort of. Right. I mean, it was, it was very difficult and I mean, same sort of thing. I mean, I was, God still gave me strength working through that job. I mean, I constantly paid for, prayed for strength and I, you know, I constantly felt, you know, energized at that job, but it was very taxing. And, you know, one of the main things now is that, you know, now that I am not working, I've just been spending all day reading Proverbs. I've been reading Job mm. recently, you mm. know, I've been reading, you know, a couple books. I'm going to start actually reading Revelations here pretty soon. Yeah, it's a good um, book. Right. Yeah. Um, but it's been great. You know, I, the job was very mentally and emotionally taxing, but, um, yeah, I mean, I, regardless, you know, he, he was still able to you know, give me, give me strength in that job and, Amen. you know, give me strength out of it. Yeah. Yeah. So that I, I guess talk to some of our viewers in this situation, right. And give them, give them some encouragement here, right. Like, you know, what would you say to someone right here that's like, dude, they're, they're, they're still working that soul-crushing job or that job that's really hard for them and, you know, life is hard. Like, you know, talk to them for a second here. Yeah. What, what would you say? Well, like yeah. that job is like captivity for them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or, or, or that student that's, you know, they're, they're stuck pulling a lot of hours and they're, they're taking those classes or whatever, mm -hmm. you know, what do you have to say for them? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there, there's, you know, a couple things I would say, you know, on one hand, I would say that you should continually, you know, pray to give wisdom and clarity because on one hand, it might be God's plan to say like, you know, I know you're working really hard for this degree, but, you know, that's not my plan for your life. You know, I want you to actually do something else. To be honest, if I had this sort of, you know, well, you know, what, what what happened with my life is what happened with my life, and that you know that was God's will. But you know, for for another person, they might pray and find God telling them like, you don't actually, you know, I I, I don't want you here. I want you somewhere else. On the other hand, you know, sometimes God does want you there. You know, I it, college was very difficult for me. You know, I did five years of aerospace engineering, and my job is very difficult for me. And you know. A lot of the times God says, you know, not yet, not yet. Like he, he tell, he'll keep telling you not yet. Um, and the thing is, no matter where you are, you know, just like regardless of how difficult it is, there are things you can do to grow your relationship with God and grow the kingdom. 
you know, if you have a coworker you don't like, praise the Lord. I mean, that's a good opportunity to, you know, share the gospel or even share the love of the gospel with someone who um, you don't get along with. You know, the Bible says to love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. That feels right. really difficult with people that you have to deal with every day that you don't like, but giving them one gentle, kind response to them talking harshly to you mm. could turn everything around. Yeah. You know, sometimes it will take 10, 20, 100 times, right? Yeah, I mean, sometimes they will be mean to you every day and you could be nice to them every day. And then after a year, finally, they break down and say, like, why are you still being so nice to me? You know? Mm. Yeah. And, you know, God doesn't work on the same, he doesn't work on a time scale, period. And so for us, it might say, like, oh, you know, I've been doing this, I've been doing this every minute for an hour. You know, I've been doing this every hour for, you know, two days. I've been yeah. doing this every day for a year. You know, even if yeah. it's that, it's like, well, you know what? Do it for another year. <laughs> I mean, sometimes you'll pray to God and he'll say, you know, you'll say, like, please help me find another job. And God will say, not yet, you know. Mm. Um, so... I will say, yeah, one of two things. Well, the main thing is pray that God gives you clarity in where you should be and that, um, you know, he, he gives you, continues to give you wisdom in his, his path for your life. Yeah. Beyond that, I would say do what it is, wherever he has put you, wherever he's put you, do what it is that um, you know he wants you to do, which right. is always showing love to people and being being gracious to people who... Um, maybe are even difficult to be gracious towards. Yeah, I I, I heard someone um, on a podcast, on another podcast, uh, plug to her show that sounds fun by Annie F Downs. Uh, I heard I heard her say I heard someone on the show said something pretty powerful. Is um, the guy said sometimes it takes uh, it takes faith to to go, but sometimes it takes faith to stay. Yeah. Right. Like. Yeah, that's it, really powerful. It, it's like, man, like sometimes we always think, oh, God is flowing on you and he wants me to, obviously he wants me to move somewhere. He wants me to do something. Mm -hmm. but sometimes God just, it's like, no, I need you to just keep, I need you to hold, hold your orders now. Mm -hmm. I need you to remain faithful in what you're doing mm -hmm. now. Like, mm -hmm. just like what you said, I think that's powerful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and God has a funny way of, you know, playing to our weaknesses. I mean, that's mm. the thing is like. You can't grow without growing pains, for the most part. Yeah, <laughs> you really can't. I mean, it's, and God always wants you to grow you, always wants to grow you in your weakest area, you know? Right. If you had asked me any point in my life what, like, my biggest fears would be, it would be, you know, shame, embarrassment, like, you know, pub public embarrassment, so to speak. And, right. you know, that's exactly what I've experienced. And, you know, God's given me strength through it. It's kind of crazy. But, yeah, off your point, a lot of people are, you know, doers. A lot of people are beers. That's kind of how I describe mm. that. Some people feel anxiety if they have things to do. Other people feel anxiety if they don't have things to do, you know. And there's a lot of people yeah. that are kind of in between, in between. there. Yeah. Um, someone like me who's a doer, it's really genuinely difficult for me to, like you said, to just stay, to be. You know, if I feel like there's not something I should be going to do, I... I feel like panicky. Um, the Lord will play to that. I mean, he will, he will remove everything mm. to do right now. I got nothing to do. <laughs> as soon as I make my coffee in the morning, that's the only thing that I have to do for the day. So it's like, well, what now, you know? And so, you know, sometimes just being and staying is like you said, exactly what he wants you to do, you know? And 
for the, for those of you who who, are, who don't know the exact term uh, for that type of anxiety, it's it's kind of it's gonna be it's actually good to research it, uh, just uh, just to understand what you're going through. It's called high functioning anxiety. Mm. So take take a look at that if if you feel like that's something you're going through. Yeah, and so um, yeah, I mean, I mean, kind of like yeah, I mean, it, just exactly what you said. It, it, sometimes the best thing to do is nothing at all. And that's really difficult for some people. I mean, that, that's even been difficult for me. Like as soon as I lost my job, my first thoughts like, all right, what am I doing next? And you know, right. God's been telling me the first thing you're going to do is nothing at all. So I'm like uncomfortably <laughs> sitting in my home, like, but, uh, do, do, do. like what do I do? <laughs> but you know, that's, you know, that's where I'm at and that's where he wants me to be at. Yeah. And, and I know you said it's been a week. You know, do you feel like the Lord, um, more like itching you for the next step, or you just be like, "Hey, this is a season where the Lord's just like, hey, no, just get grounded, rest, mm-hmm. charge up, as we like to say, <laughs> you know, because what He may be preparing you for is the next big thing. Like, do you, where do you, um, where are you feeling God leading you right now on that? Yeah, I mean, so sort of in the same grain of wood, you know, I my entire life have been someone who had a plan. I knew what my next step was. Mm-hmm. Right now, where he has me is not having a next step and having peace in that, you know, because it's someone who's a planner and a doer. For me, I always want to be like, okay, here's where I am. Here's where I'm going to be. That's what I'm doing next. Here's what I'm going to do to get there. You know, I'm a planner, very type A person. Um, and I, you know, obviously God has a plan for me, but um, as of right now, he is like he's keeping it from me he's not gonna tell me what it is because he he wants like he wants to show me that i don't need to know what's happening next um so right now no idea yeah that's walk by faith and not by sight right right, right. <laughs> exactly I, yeah i i have absolutely no idea what's next for me and the thing is too i just like i was like i said i was immediately thinking like okay you know i'm gonna move back to oregon i'm gonna do all this stuff um, and I talked to my apartment and they said, well, actually, it's going to be as expensive to cancel your lease as it is to pay it out through June. And so now I'm like, OK, so I have an apartment here through June. And honestly, it makes me feel a little bit panicky. Like, wait, I, I could potentially be here with nothing to do through June. But the other part of me is like, that's, you know, that's the growing pains for the growing. You know, right, I, this, right. this is where I need to be. Right. You know, um. I think I think we got to come back sometimes even to um, Proverbs three and I'm reading verses five um, to eight because I, I I think Proverbs three is really grounding because it's 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 really grounding because I I know I slip in doing this right uh, Proverbs three start from verse five uh, it says trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding and then here's the big one. In verse six, in all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. It will be health to your flesh and strength to your bones. Um, and I think I think that's I think that's so I think that's like that's these verses sum up a lot of what you're saying, man. But it's like, yeah, you know, in all of our ways, we need to acknowledge God. Right. And, you know, maybe we talked about it on the on the channel before maybe we haven't but in the next job you take acknowledge the lord in the next girl you date acknowledge the lord the next guy mm-hmm. you date acknowledge the lord mm-hmm. um, the next apartment that you go to all these other things right acknowledge the lord and he'll direct our paths um 
because like you said, right, we don't, God is, like, God can do exceedingly abundantly above what we're ever going to ask or think. Some translations mm-hmm. even say imagine. Mm-hmm. It's like, whatever you can think, God can topple that. Mm-hmm. But that's why we need to acknowledge him. And that's why it really stresses, um, don't even be wise in our own eyes. Sometimes we think we know better than God. Mm-hmm. And we shouldn't. Right? right? Like, <laughs> sometimes we think we know better. Like, no, I, I know what I got to do. This is what I got to do. And it's like, no, don't be wise in your own eyes. Mm-hmm. Fear the Lord. Mm-hmm. Right? And depart from evil. Yeah, absolutely. Right? The scriptures even say there's a way that seems right unto a man, but the end thereof is death. Right? right. <laughs> there's many things that seem right to a man. It may seem right for, to a man for him to, you know, live, you know, do something that, um, in a, you know, in a, live in a sinful matter, or even if he's not living in a sinful matter, he's not living according to the will of God, which also is sinful. But nevertheless, Right. Right. Just wanted to stress that out there is that we need to acknowledge the Lord in everything we do. Absolutely. You know, if the Holy Spirit lives inside of us now, we are like Jesus prayed that we are one, like that they may be one, like we are one, talking about him and the Father. And mm-hmm. so may I'm jumbling contexts here. I understand guys. But anyway, like I'm just trying to really get to the point of like we are one with the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. He lives inside of us now. Mm-hmm. And in everything we should do, mm-hmm. he should be a factor in that decision. Mm-hmm. God, you know. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and I mean another another common theme in um, Proverbs is the fact that wisdom comes from fear of the Lord. Fear of the Lord leads right. to wisdom, and wisdom leads to peace. I mean, Proverbs three, in reference to wisdom, says, "Her ways are pleasant ways, and all her paths are peace." Mm. So. Fear of the Lord leads to wisdom. Wisdom leads to peace. And the best way to get fear of the Lord is by, you know, reading the Bible and being in his word, you know, being in his presence. Yeah. And you could even kick it to the Beatitudes there as well. (laughs) Matthew 5. (laughs) Matthew chapter 5, right? A sermon on the mount. Yeah. Yeah. Blessed are the meek for... They shall inherit the earth. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. So... Tell our lovely audience, of course, because, of course, you know, audience, we ain't letting you off the hook so fast. Of course, obviously, we have no ads, but, you know, the only advertisement that we will do on this show is for Jesus. So if you don't know Jesus, (laughs) (laughs) Colson, tell them how can they accept the gospel. Tell them what it is and tell them how to accept it. In your own words, my brother. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you want to accept the gospel of Christ, you... um, you earnestly say to him or you know a lot of the time it's it's a cry out and that's you know partly why we've talked about a lot of the time it's a cry out because that's when we've been stripped of our pride stripped of the ability to say no i got here by myself you know where where the the you know the fruits of the flesh lead to death Death. they they lead to nothing there's there's no Mm -hmm. fruit of the flesh um the fruits of the spirit are you know they, they lead to everlasting life. Yeah, yeah. You, you know what they are. Yeah, yeah love, yeah. joy, peace, patience, etc. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's you talking. Yeah, it's Galatians five yeah, twenty two to twenty three. To the spirit. Yeah, and so if you want to lead a life that leads to um, things that don't go away, things that aren't temporary, you know, thing peace and joy that that really fill your life, you say to Jesus. Um, Jesus, I I want to give my life to you. I want to be 
I want to be your servant and your friend. Um, I I know that you died on the cross for my sins, and I I thank you for you know all that you've done for me and all that you will continue to do for me, seen or unseen. Um, and uh, I I pray that you would um, take my life as your own. Um, you know, lead me in your ways. Yeah. Yeah, amen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm even gonna receive that right now. Like, not not this is that's not just for those those who are who have heard this for the first time. That's for you Christians out there who have heard this for the hundredth time, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or for the non Christians who've heard it for the hundredth time. Yeah, right? you too. You too. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, especially for the Christians, you know, it's it's easy to say those words and say like, "God, I want to give my life to you," but then still have that grip on your life. Like, okay, God, it's like <laughs> imagine ah, handing man. handing someone something and then just not letting it go. They would be, you know, Confused. conflicted and concerned. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, are you giving it to me or not? Yeah, you know, yeah. that's a that's an important prayer for prayer for the Christians too. Give your life to God and also let it go. You know, don't just yeah. hand it over, but release your own grip because it's easy to say, here you go, and just not let go. But once you let go, that's when you start seeing powerful change in your mm. life. Yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. You got to fully submit to God. You mm-hmm. know, you can't partially submit to God. Fully right. submit to God. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Any closing uh, thoughts of encouragement for the viewers before we close in prayer? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the last thing I would say is that the Lord, you know, does protect you. The Lord doesn't leave you astray. So if you give your entire life to God... If you, if you keep your life to yourself, you know for a fact that the, the, the fruits of the flesh lead to death. If you give your life to God, you know for a fact that he will protect you and lead you to great things. So mm. it's not, you know, faith isn't a gamble. It's, it's not like, oh, maybe if I do this, maybe this, maybe if I do this, maybe this. It's clear. If you are leading your own life and, you know, doing things by the flesh, you will reap you know, of the flesh. Other, The other thing is true. If you are following God's word and doing as he tells you to do, you're mm-hmm. going to be protected and you're going to be enriched. It's going to be, it's going to be a great time. I mean, yeah, like it says here, it'll be health to your, it'll be health to your flesh, strength to your bones. Absolutely. Fearing the Lord and departing from evil. Yeah. Colson, would you like to pray us out, brother? Yeah, absolutely. Dear Father, thank you. Thank you, thank you for everything that you've given us, Father. Thank you for your your continual grace, Lord. Um, Lord, thank you that we aren't deserving for the gifts that you give us, God. Uh, thank you that you that you give so abundantly, graciously that that our only our only choice is to say, "I didn't deserve this, Father," but you gave graciously anyway. Thank you um, for this this time in fellowship. Um, Thank you that you know we're we're able to to boast in your name, Lord, and, and boast in our own weakness, Father. Um, and I pray that you would continue to give us and and the listeners here um, faith in in your control of our lives, God. Faith in your your power in our lives, God, and um, and pride in our weakness, God. I, I pray that you continue to give us all. Um, boastful spirits in our weakness because it's in our weakness that you are able to be made powerful in our lives father um thanks again and uh yeah in your name i pray amen amen, amen.
And guys, we appreciate you guys for listening to the show. I know it's a bit of a longer one, but again, man, Brother Colson Young, we appreciate you. And he's dropping some real good wisdom here. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, of course, man, yeah. of course. And as usual, guys, please please share the episode. And again, if you like, dislike, or maybe, you know, we're confused about the, the, this episode, please share, like, subscribe, do all those, those fun things. Comment. Comment. <laughs> um, we would love to hear your feedback and love to hear... How you guys sound? We enjoyed having a new mic for (laughs) y'all. New mic episode. New mic, new me. New mic, new me. (laughs) And so we we really just appreciate you guys. And please, guys, go in peace. Serve your king. Serve Jesus Christ. We love you guys. You are not dismissed. You are sent. Amen. Praise the Lord.